Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Sewing Out Loud. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And today we're going to sort of explore, actually, I think I'm going to step away from the microphone real quick here, so mom, get ready to fill some air's time, okay? Okay. Uh, We're going to talk about hand beading. This is... This is just so much fun. Like, I'm so excited to talk about this subject because it's fun to do, right? Okay. Like, I mean, yeah. isn't it? Isn't yeah, it fun? Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. You're looking at me like, uh, like I, I don't know. It's something that I really fell in love with when you started to do it and uh-huh. teach it. I would think I was like in fifth grade when you did this. Oh, look, here. Did, did big time heavy stuff? Yes. Look, that came later when I started. This was later than when I started it, but when okay, is that? but this is April two thousand. Okay, so fourth, fifth grade. Well, I started, but I didn't. I didn't find this particular woman till like two or three years into it. Okay, well, I yeah. think that I learned a lot from this book too. Yeah. But somewhere around that time, uh, where where you got into it. But talk about how you started to get into hand beading, and I'm actually gonna go get a couple of boxes of beads though for us to look at too. Okay. Okay. So talk about how you got into it, why you got into it. Well, why did I get into it? Gee, um, I think one, as best I can remember, is. Um, Hillary had these bridesmaids dresses from being a bridesmaid, and yet she needed performance dresses. And I said, well, I can add beads to that, right? Or sequins or something like that. Um, You know, we'll, we'll dress it up, so to speak, or change it so it won't look so much like a bridesmaid's dress. Um, so that's sort of where I started. My problem at that time was is I could not find a lot of stuff on hand beading other than um, Native American beading was like what I found the most on. Like that, those, the weaving. Like the peyote beading. Yeah, and, that technique. Know, that kind of stuff, uh-huh. which was excellent. Right. But um, it wasn't always the materials I wanted to use. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, but they had a lot of... Uh, neat stitch patterns and things like that that helped me out a lot. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing was I was kept trying to decide what kind of thread I needed to do this with. Yes. Um, you know, beading needles were didn't seem to be a problem finding those. So, um, so you really got into this? Oh, I got into it big time. But wait, time. but wait, but wait. 
You really, the, the catalyst for all this was like performance dresses for Hillary in college. I think so. Okay, this is so funny because I just have to explain this to everyone, okay? <laughs> Hillary was a vocal major yeah. and like mom, okay, this is just darling. <laughs> Well, I don't Mom, know. I'm just laughing. You were I don't... so concerned with Hillary, like looking good and wearing something yeah. absolutely beautiful while oh, she was singing. I have to tell you, there were some really awful dresses. Well, okay, I saw some, I saw some beautifully <laughs> talented people, men and women, uh-huh. who looked terrible, which I thought was distracting when they had these beautiful voices. And they're supposed and to be I, performing. Yes, and I felt like distracted by what they were wearing. Yeah. It didn't fit. Uh-huh. You know, or or maybe like here's these young girls with big bosoms and they were hanging out the sides. Right. And, and I was like, this is distracting. I should be constant you know, people should be look listening to these people. Right, right. And I remember I think I've told you this before, I saw it's a Perlman. Mm-hmm. Um I think it was actually Phil Donahue. That's how long ago this was, like 30, 40 years ago or something. Um, interview. It's a P- Perlman. And I don't know if you know, it's a, had polio as a child. Mm-hmm. So he walks with crutches. You know, he can't stand on his own very well and all this kind of stuff. And he talked about it's 50%. And, and he's a violinist. Right. I mean, you know, world-renowned. I mean, you know, no one better at certain uh, times, right? And he talked about how you should look. And he said, you should not be a distraction because half of it is how you look. And he said, he, uh, you know, sometimes he liked to be seated Yeah. before he was seen. Especially, he did not want to, like, walk across a big, long stage where the, especially if it looked like it took him a lot of effort and it was uncomfortable for him because it made the audience uncomfortable. That's interesting. Yes. So he said, you know, part of it, it's not only listening, it's also visual, and they want to feel good about what they're seeing. That's interesting. And I do think, you know, okay, this is getting a little off topic because you talked to me about that a while ago. You brought this this up a while ago. And I wonder, though, how things have changed nowadays in terms of, like – people trying to be less like ableist like you know yeah. and less like un you know i don't think yes. he thought that people were no, like I oh think you're that, a bad violinist no no anything, i think but, what he was saying is yeah. he did not want to distract from his music he wanted to be, that to be the right. only thing people were thinking about and costumers i've heard this from more than one professional costumer right uh-huh because oftentimes costumes will not get um Mentioned, mentioned uh-huh. in, in by critics or you know in critiques or whatever, right? And the costumer is thrilled because it means it did not distract from the performance. Sure. So if a if the costumes are not addressed, you know, by a critic, that's good. That, yeah, that can that's be. considered as almost as good as it gets. Now, of course, you know, if they're if they're mentioned about how wonderful they are, that's great. Yeah. And more, than, more than great, you know. <laughs> no, but, that's very but interesting. But yes, because it should be part of what's happening and not a distraction or even a focal point. Right. Okay. So I just thought it was really interesting that I'm just looking at a lot of beads here that this resulted from Hillary being music major. <laughs> well, the... <laughs> I mean, you're looking. You're looking through the beads that are in the case that your dad made, right? Yeah, yeah. And but sh- the funny part yeah. about the case being made, right, is that 
at one time I had them in this like tackle box thing. Yeah. Now it was an extravagant tackle box, right? Uh-huh. It was a $75 tackle box, not like a $20 tackle box, right? Right. And your dad saw that, and he goes, wow, that's kind of an expensive uh, expensive uh, <laughs> container for some beads, isn't it? And I thought, oh, my God, thank God he doesn't know how much the beads are that are in them. Because I'm sure there were thousands of dollars worth of there's beads thousands, in there. Yeah, there's yeah. thousands of because dollars. Because there, there's Swarovski crystals, you know, there's handmade uh, lamp lamp beads uh, yeah all kinds of beads okay so we did get off on a little tangent there but i think it's great because zd really you know has gotten into this into her craft in so many different ways and i'm i'm myself just kind of like realizing like this is a part of my consciousness for a long time you know this so zd you're talking about surface design beading right like beading onto fabric because like you mentioned a lot of the resources available at the time we're about the, the bead weaving right. and the peyote stitch and all that right. jazz. And one of my big concerns was, I think I can get these beads on. How am I going to get them to stay on? Because many of the beads are glass. Uh-huh. And some of the beads are, like a bugle bead, is rough cut on the edge. Yeah. It's not polished or uh-huh. anything. They're made in tubes, and then they're, like, you know, sliced cut up and... into these little macaroni beads, uh-huh. like, you know. So it cuts the thread. Right. And... um you know, I, I was just searching for, for threat. And at first, I did use metrosine. Okay. Um, with I waxed it, and okay. I used it. Um, but I did have a dream that Hillary was, you know, <laughs> in the hook of the grand piano, like singing an aria. And all of a sudden, you heard, tink, 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 tink. And all these beads, like, just started, like, hitting the floor. Yeah. So I, I, I went on my search. And that's when I that's when I found out about I I can't remember how I found out about Nancy. Yeah, I think maybe she was on Alex Anderson's quilt show. Okay, so let's... She was beating on quilts. I just want to mention Nancy Ehaw. So that's the book that I had out that I was showing to mom. Okay, Nancy Ehaw's book that we are looking at is called Off the Beaten Path. And it is copyright. I'm like moving all these beads around. Um, let's see when this is copywritten. 1997, 1999, mm-hmm. second edition. And you have this signed copy from Nancy. It says April 2000. And what's so funny is that's that's probably just about when I started beating. I just But I didn't get the that book till, you know, 2 years into it or so. I just want to say that um that when I sign books in the future, I'll make sure to date them. Well, okay. I, I think, think the I think other really thing is, is, I don't know, you know, the internet was up and alive and uh-huh. di- dial up anyway. When I was trying to research this, and I think part, well, search engines certainly weren't as wonderful. Yeah. But I was looking up beading on garments. Uh-huh. And a lot of her beading is on quilts. Yes. So I think it's one reason it took me. Forever to find someone. Okay, let me give you a little update on that. Nancy. I liked because yeah. she's a very modern beater, yeah. I would say. Let me give you a little Nancy Eha yeah. update. Okay. Yeah. Nancy Eha is in the Craft Industry Alliance right. along with moi. Okay. <laughs> so I wrote a little blog post a while back uh, called Join Me in the CIA. The CIA is the Craft Industry Alliance. And you can learn more about that when you go to sewhere.com slash CIA. You know, right. But, but it was cool because they have um you know, I could go on about the CIA and how cool I think it is. That's why I wrote the blog post. But I found her. She posted in the Facebook group about, like, a new beading course uh-huh. that she has on her website right. now. And, like, some patterns. She got some videos. And I was like, 
oh my god. And I wrote to her. I totally fangirled her. I said, hi, Nancy. I learned how to bead from your book and my mom in, you know, the 2000s and da-da-da-da-da. I'm just like, so glad I found you. And she was like, that's very nice, Mallory. And I was just like. <laughs> she sent me a magnet, too. We used to have a magnet. Oh, yeah. yeah. And this this book, I'm going to link to it in the podcast, I promise. Just these diagrams are really great. And I have, I had knowledge about sewing, about putting things together from you, you know, from a very young age. And so, but like these, these diagrams, if you, if you have that knowledge, if you have some familiarity, you can get real good real fast. You can. Right? I mean. Yeah. I would teach this beating course that lasted an hour and a half. Yes. And people would come up with phenomenal things after they felt competent. Yeah. You know, and they saw my stuff, and I was like, this is no big deal, you guys. Just fill this with beads. Do this this way. Stack these beads this way. I mean, you know, they just got so into it. Sorry, I was I was and hogging I, the book. And I got into it. I mean, so you can also do research on beads. Yes. Check beads are, chi- you know, yes. China beads. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, you can, you know, check beads are nicer than China beads, but China beads will do, too. There's right. Swarovski crystals, and there's all kinds of crystals. So you you got her book. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to talk, uh, talk a little bit about just some materials before we take a break? A little. Well, I think, you know, you, you or... I use beading needles. Yeah. Okay. I like short ones. Um, they work best for me. They, I think they work best for fabric. Um, I use silamide thread. Silamide. S-I-L-A-M-I-D-E. Yeah. Now, that thread is often used in um, by tailors and uh, dressmakers to baste for alterations. Mm-hmm. But it also comes in colors and when beading, I will match the color of the bead, usually, or the color of the garment, depending. Depending on what's okay. going on, yeah. Or if I choose a clear bead and I want to add color, I might add a color through that bead. And the, the silamide now, I mean, you know, it, it is marketed. There's a brand called Beadsmith. Is there? Yeah. It's and probably that's her. All, you, that's all the color. I don't I, I don't, don't know, know if it's, it's her, her or somebody else. But we'll, we'll link to all this. But yeah. having that wax thread, and it lasts a long time. Oh yeah, you know uh, it's it's very nice and it lasts a long time. It can be good for other things. Uh, well, I use silamide like to do the bustles. Bustles, yeah. you use mm-hmm. silamide for the bustles mm-hmm. on wedding dresses. That's why there's white and off white over so there. So the wax yeah. thread and it's stronger thread, so it doesn't get cut by those beads, right? right by glass right, beads, right. right? I mean, it can get cut, but sure, not, not like that. And the other thing is, is that wax allows you to get. You, you can, you know, mash the thread and get through that little eye of the needle on the beading needle. So uh-huh. that's another thing that's good. Um, so I learned that. The silamide I know I got from Nancy. I, I remember yeah. that specifically. Yay, I finally found a thread I think is decent, you know, and, and she's telling me how good it is, and it was. Right. And I really, and it was very pliable. Some of them are nylon, and they, I, I don't, you know, they don't bend well. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, they didn't make the, the bead lie flat well. That's what I thought was the biggest difference when mm. I, oh gosh, I forgot about this. Remember when he hosted the Bead Society at the oh, shop? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Bead Society. I don't know if anybody's listening, uh, Sarah or Ruth or anybody like that. Uh, but we hosted this Bead Society and I was like, oh, I like to bead. And, man, some of these people would just look at me like I was an idiot, you know, because I we like to bead on fabric. And they were very specialized right. beaders, uh, you know, of that peyote stitch or right. of those other patterns. Not all of them, but some of them thought I was 
treated me like an idiot. You know, there are uh, more jewelry makers almost. Yes, I would yeah, say. there you go. Most of them. There you go. So I, um, they they like to use that Nymo thread mm-hmm. uh, versus the silicone. Say Nymo, huh? I, was, I said it's Nemo. a brand. I, yeah, I, I know. They, oh, it's really? It's Nymo, right? I don't know. I think but it sounds like nylon, so like Nymo. It, oh, maybe it's Nymo. Yeah, and uh, I don't remember. But I tried using that. Yeah, uh-huh. and and it just was too stiff. It didn't it didn't lay flat on the fabric. I'm sure it's great for the jewelry for what making. they're using it for. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's pause. Let's uh, take a little message break and come back and talk about projects we have done with the beads. Hey, mom. Yeah? Um, you can feel free to compliment me. Oh, no. On on what? On this. What? My feel free to compliment me enamel lapel pin. Oh, Mallory, every time that you hear something wrong, are you going to make a lapel pin about it? Maybe. Um, do do you want one? Yes, I do. Okay, well... Isn't it teal? Yes, it's teal and pink, and you can get one by going to sewhere.com slash compliment. Just so you know, I'm not putting it on my lapel. It's going on my hat. Oh, it's going on your hat. It could be a hat pin, too. Okay, all right. So if you want to get in on the feel free to compliment me uh, in in on the club, go to sewhere.com slash compliment and order our very first sewhere.com lapel pin. Sewing out loud. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. And we're back. We are back. Mom and has a little outline over there. Well, I, wanted, <laughs> I just wanted to mention, because I have had people say to me, well, how do you know? What, what kind of design? You know, where do you get your ideas for design? Well, same place I get any of my ideas. Like, I can look at a tree and get an idea or, you know, sometimes silly things. I have beaded, you know, I I made a fabric one time. Remember when I was crayon drawing with... Uh, uh-huh. Catherine. Designed a fabric when I was crayon drawing with Catherine, and I don't know where it came from. It came sure. from, you know, me drawing with Catherine. So I think you can draw your own, and you can draw them onto the fabric. Mm-hmm. Um, you do it with a pencil. You can do it with chalk. There's a, or, you know, there are quilting patterns that mm-hmm. people also bead. They, uh, what do you call it when you... Pounce, the, pounce, yeah. the free motion right. stuff. Pounce, yeah. Type, yeah. pounce type things with, like, stencils, things like that. Um, the other thing, because I beaded mostly on dresses, is you may bead the line of the dress. And Mallory knows this, like a neckline. Yes. Or a hemline. 
you know, a seam line, whatever. Um, on Lindsay, the infamous prom dress of Lindsay's, I beaded actually on the actual design of the dress, the print of the dress. Yeah, are you going to talk about embroidery? I am. Yeah, yeah. Cause because I, on my dress, uh-huh. on my uh, mother of the bride dress, I actually did machine embroidery uh-huh. and then beaded onto the machine embroidery. And this is related to, you know, of course, hand beading is related to, like, hand embroidery right. and, and, like, the hand crazy quilting and stuff, right? Um that, I think, is if somebody's looking for a design, you got an embroidery machine, yeah, that is super fun to do. Yeah. That's what I did a lot for, like, I, I've got this belt started, and I put together, like, a couple of swirly designs, you know, mirror image, and then I just, like, went to town with beads I on that. I don't know if you remember yeah. the Cumberbund dress of Hillary's. The, it was the green dress with the sort of... Yeah, it's like, like a beige or ba- like a yeah. it's like cream. It's yeah, like a cream. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know if you remember her performing in that. Everybody came up and performed in that particular recital and everybody had like on a plain black dress, plain, plain black, black dress. Yeah, yeah. And, and most of them did look quite nice. And then she came up and I don't know how old would you have been? 8, 9. Yeah. You know, and you went, "Oh, she looks like an angel. Aww. It was so funny. <laughs> um, but that dress, she really got some, we got some mileage out of that dress. Yeah. But all I did was bead that belt. Was bead that cummerbund belt. It was a big wide belt. Uh-huh. I found, you talk about finding designs. Hillary gave me this little, like, it looked like a quill work box one time mm-hmm. that had, like, paper yeah. glued right, on right. it. And it was such a cool design that I traced that onto an embroidery, you know, a stretch right. embroidery hoop and, like, right. did that. But our, like, I think kind of a fun thing that we have done a lot is the machine embroidery as yes. sort of a base. Well, and I and think, then the you know, you and I right now are talking about adding a lot of beads. Yeah. And there are things where just a bead or two. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're, you've embroidered an animal and you just do the eye. Or um, I'm thinking about Deatra embroidering, embroidering the... Um, carousel horse yes and she just put a few little beads on his saddle and one was sort of just dangling there and that's the other thing it can give is it can give movement okay so you can have something hanging free how about the my ballroom dress the silk the silk ballroom dress and i just in the newsletter a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. included the the brown dress yeah included the how to sew on beaded fabric right so that was a brown Silk dress that had what did they call that like fusilli or something? uh, Well, it's almost a lattice work. I don't know. No, no, but on the dress, on the actual dress. Okay, you you did be in there too, but there's a lattice work back. Right. But then it had these bugle beads on the fabric. Oh yeah, yeah. The fabric was bugle beads. Okay, so then mom took these these sort of like goldish brown bugle beads on this darker brown fabric. Of course, made it very beautiful. But mom took some kind of what I would call like a chunky Swarovski crystal and put them just in a few places on the dress so that when you're spinning around out there, yeah, doing the quick step and stuff, you know, you could just get the ting, ting, ting. And you did that in the lattice work too. Yes. You, you added, you added beads to a dress that was already beaded. Maybe someone might've thought no more beads could go on to. (laughs) But they were clear beads. Yes. And it was about the light. The light. Yeah. It was about, I'll tell you what it was about. It was about the light and catching the judges that's that, what it was about yeah that's what it was about. Yeah. yeah no and the beats you said dimension and movement how about also weight yes okay i was thinking about that in fact um 
our one design I think we're going to have published, we were talking about. From, remember, we were talking to someone at um We're going to have so many threads. things published I know. that you I probably can't don't keep know track, okay? <laughs> but, but we called it the Serger Scarf, and we yes, wait it. We yes, usually yes, wait it. Yes, yes. yes. So, so oftentimes, if we have like a chiffon scarf, uh-huh. we will wait it either at the hem or at the corners by something that dangles or is like a teardrop or something like that, which, or, you know, when you go to the corner of something like that, you can also stack beads on top of each other. Okay. You did that on the brown dress too. Did I? Because okay. I was, I <laughs> yeah. was standards. So there's two types yeah. of ballroom and I'm, I'm a little rusty on this, but there's standard and there's American and I did right. sand, standard. And there are sort of these different versions of the same dances, like Foxtrot's American, quick step is standard. Um, I think like, and there's like standard well, cha cha. You know, I know there's one that because I remember doing the research. One you can put the feathers on the bottom, and one you one can't. you can't. Yeah. yeah. So the, so the right. costume is different. Right. Too. Right. So you, you kind of yeah, they expect certain things in certain. Yes. Genres. And so I like standard is a little like less popular. So, of course, I was like, I want to do that, right. you know. And so we had to have floats. Right. So you made this these chiffon floats and put, they were attached at my lower back and then at my wrists. Okay. Yeah. So then, woo, so pretty movement. Talk about movement. And they needed to be weighted down. That's right. And you you put those big chunky Swarovski mm-hmm. crystals on on that too. And right. that, was, that was really cool. And actually, just hot tip here. Those had to attach to my wrist. And what mom did, she put a little lobster uh, claw fastener, hook fastener thing on those floats. And I we bought bracelets. We bought... Swarovski crystal Swarovski bracelets. Swarovski crystal bracelets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, what I like to call, what mom likes to call drag queen jewelry. Right. Okay, we bought two of those and just clipped those on. I thought that was just so smart. Oh, so You're smart. just so smart. So smart. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, beads can add weight. They can add dimension. You know, where do you get your di- designs? Uh, what's your next? Well, I, beads. Okay, yeah, great. I mean, there's just so many when people start talking about beads. Like materials, there's glass, there's crystal, there's wood, there's clay and ceramic beads. Okay? Like those those glass ones, like lamp work. Lamp you know? work beads are when, yes, um, those are usually made by hand uh-huh. and the lamp is a flame that is burning. And basically there's there's usually a bead that someone is taking more glass and putting a design on top of the bead. There are beads. I just want to tell people real quick. I'm, I know I'm interrupting There's beads you. that look like kitty cats. <laughs> there's beads that look like animals. There are beads in this box here that are 20 years old, okay, because oh, yeah. I, like, remember looking at them when I was eight, okay? And this one here, Mom, this has always been my favorite lamp oh, work like bead. I don't know why. It's like a, I mean, it's like a bluish gray, and then it has metallic gold, like, swirlies on it, and then some red dots, and then it's, like, pink and light pink glass well, After you're together. talking about this, you better put this as I a picture. I better put a picture. Yeah. Here, I've, I've got, actually, like, a system in place now for this, oh, okay. so... Um, Sam and I like share a photo album. Well, Hot good. tip there. But yeah, the 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 beads they're so, they can be so engaging, and they can be around for a long time, right? Right. And um, you know, it doesn't have to be a bead per se. Um, it can be a shell. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There's a lot of mother of pearl shapes out there that um, are made to string like a bead. You know, yes. where there is a hole through them. Like, I, I think I have some birds. 
you know, I've seen all sorts of little animals uh, like that, things like that. Um, another thing I think we have to talk about when we're talking about beating, too, is sequins. Because, uh, you know, mo- uh, oftentimes the sequin is held on by a small seed bead. Well, and I don't know if you have we, – we talked a little bit about, like, Nancy's illustrations sort of and techniques. Mm-hmm. And the technique you use is going to be defined by – you know, the look you want and how you want the bead to hang and where you want it to be seen. You know, you're talking about a sequin being held on by a bead. Right. Okay, well, and how about some of those, like, hanging charms that look like birds or something? That's right. You can't just sew that straight to the fabric and have the bird's head, like, on well, your chest. it depends. It stand de- no, out. no, no, it depends on where the hole is in the bird. Th- that's what I'm saying. Right, like, okay, right. let's, you know what I'm saying? But yes, what I'm saying yes. is it's not like a button where it's through. Mm-hmm. You know, you won't be able to see... How oh, the bird is sewn on? It's, yes, it's you know it's it's back behind the the shape or the body. So depending on how the hole is, you mm-hmm. might want to use a different right. technique. A lot of times there are you know art, artisan type beads that people have made out of clay. They're you know with their ceramics, so it can be any kind of clay. Mm-hmm. Um, the polymer clays are popular. Yes. Okay. That can be fun. Um, what's that other stuff? The Fimo. The, no, not the Fimo, but the other stuff. I'll sit here and think about it where it's um, almost holographic looking, you know. Anyway, there's all kinds of hand handmade beads that yes. people make with, you know, for jewelry. Oh, people make beads out of paper, too. And paper <laughs> beads. We've made those. Wallpaper, all kinds of paper. Or fabric. Or, or fabric beads. That's right. Um, so it's not, you know, the world is limitless of yes. course yes. um a lot of wooden beads can be carved they can just be carved decoratively they can the other thing we can do with beads depending on their materials so if they're wood or their mother of pearl we can dye them yeah so if they're an organic material uh-huh. that takes dye you can dye them and you- yes i've done that you can dye plastic beads and yes, plastic you can buttons, buttons, right? Buttons and beads, yes. Some, Great point. Some plastic does not dye like sure. others. It depends on, I guess, it has. some of them have like a coating, uh-huh. and they won't dye well, or the back will dye, but not the front, so then you wind up using the back, which is fine. Um, I've also used buttons in beading. Yes. I've also held buttons on with beads. Yes. So, you You know. can build, like, structures, Yes. You know, like, uh, yes. you know, with your beads, sort of how we were talking about right. the weaving, you know, that people do. But, uh, and I think a lot of the examples in Nancy's book and uh-huh. still on her website, they do have to do with quilting, you know, more of a a surface design. She's wearing a hat, though, I'm, I'm, in her picture. Oh, there, I was going to say, there, we do have a website. I, I yeah, what's her website? It is Bead Creative. Ha. B-E-A-D-C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E. Yeah, and actually she's got online courses and stuff mm-hmm. um, now, which, so obviously Nancy has just been busy, you know, doing things. She's probably as old as me. Um, <laughs> I yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure yeah. uh, how old she is, but... Uh, I will tell you, I don't remember ever reading anything in this book that I didn't get something out of. Yeah, and I just want to say that, like, I guess if it really excited— It was like, my Bible. Yeah. And I would make everybody buy it. They had to buy the book to take my my class. Yes. So. Yes. And if a really excited, like, fifth grader, you know, can get into it, 
you know, so can you, right? right? right. <laughs> so, so you'd be able, you know, to do that. And this, we just recorded the episode about making your own wedding dress. The beating can really bump something up from like well, a casual thing. And, I, and, I, and I don't want to neglect the fact that beading can be casual, where you can go with the wooden beads, you know, or, you know, a, a not-so-formal bead or a not-so-formal pattern of beads. I mean, I love beads on things because you get that um, texture. You get that relief on top of the yeah, fabric. Yeah, or you can just not give a care and just, like, wear, you know— Swarovski beads around all the time. That's so I'm, right. I'm in full support of that's that. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, that was part of the reason, though, that I didn't buy beaded lace in France. Because you knew I could beat it? I oh. knew, I, yeah, I knew, like, <laughs> if I wanted, if I want beads, I can have them. Right. And I don't want them on the butt because I don't want to be right. breaking them or snagging or da 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 you know. So that, it was something that sort of set me free a little bit. Uh, but, you know, just buyer beware when you get started buying beads. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can get crazy. You, you're you going to love well, it. Again, it's, another library to yes, fill. you'll have a bead library. We have a stack for our beads. You'll be like, oh, I want these foil-filled beads. So that I want is, these I, my, beads. <laughs> I think it was one Christmas or something, my husband said, what would you like? And I said, I need a bead cabinet, and I know what, how I want it. Uh-huh. And uh, that's how I wound up with that bead cabinet. And I think we featured that. One it's other time in the in first, first edition of the zine, I yeah. think, or the second. I can't remember which one. I'll have to look. Uh, but we, we show pictures of it and yeah. how it works and everything. It would work for other things, too. Oh, yeah, sure. It's it's a really, you know, cute little idea that uses, like, some handmade elements and right. some ready-made elements, you know. Okay, well, I I know we didn't, like, teach you how to hand bead in the podcast. It's really hard <laughs> over over the internet radio to teach someone how to hand bead. But it is really a lot of fun, and if you're interested in adding some sparkle in that way or some dimension or some movement or something to your garments, check out the show notes of the podcast. We'll have the book there um, and a link to Nancy's website, and she's so fabulous and such a wonderful communicator. I hope you all enjoy it. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at ZD Sewing Studio, and you can sign up for our newsletter at SewHere.com slash love note. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh, yeah.